Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Jessica, joined as always with the beautiful and lovely Brenda. Hey! <laughs> um, so we have our little coffees ready to sit down and have a nice little chat with you. Hopefully you guys have a, a drink in hand or are um, hanging out on the recliner, you know. Whenever, whenever wherever you are. Exactly. It, okay, you could be in the car. Who knows? That's right. But um, today we are going to talk about some scriptures that have really just helped us get through this summer and helped us get through some hard times. Um, so do you want to go first? Yes. So for me, these are, uh, I'll tell you what, I am a post-knit girl. (laughs) If you come into my house, you're going to walk, they're going to be somewhere at some point in time where you run by a post-it that's got a scripture stuck on it. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a real big journaler, if that's a word, but, um, but I am a big post-it person because I feel like post-its are great. You know, they're. They're for a season, mm-hmm. and then you just throw them away, yeah. put a new one up. So, um, I have, one of the post-its I have up in my house is Isaiah 46, um, 4. And actually, I'm going to read 3 and 4, because, um, and I'll read it, and then I'll explain it to you why this really speaks to me. Yeah. So, it says, um, listen to me, you who are left from the family of Israel, listen. I have carried you since you left your mother's womb. I carried you when you were born, and I will still be carrying you when you are old. Your hair will turn gray, and I will still carry you. I made you, and I will carry you to safety. And um, and so that that is um, speaks to me because I am a single person. I'm not married, and. Sometimes you find out that you're like, you know, you sometimes the world will make you feel like you're all on your own and that is, it's all on you. You, you're the only one that can take care of you. You know, there's nobody coming home with another paycheck. There's no one to, um, like right now my curtain rod needs to be screwed into the wall and I can't get it to work right. You know, it sounds, sounds like that's not earth changing. But it can be so frustrating that I can't get a curling uh, a curtain rod hung right, yeah. you know. And so, you know, it's like, and I have to always be on my toes to figure out ways to um, get around to get something fixed. Like, you know, if I have to move a piece of furniture, or if I have to haul in a big bag of dog food, or you know, I always have to be. Fi- you know, coming up with clever ways of getting around stuff because I don't have an extra set of hands. Yeah. And um, sometimes it just gets weary. And you're like, you know, God, I'm so, t- I'm so weary. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, then, and then I read the scripture and I remember that I am not alone. 
that he is carrying me. That he's the one that gives me the clever workaround ideas of how to, you know, get the dog bag, big bag of dog food out of the back end and into the place in the garage where I can have easy access to it. Yeah. And he's the one that um, helps me to get the curtain rod hung right. And I don't even know how that's going to happen, but he'll do it. <laughs> and um, and he's the one that will make sure that I have a paycheck coming home yes. to um, pay the mortgage and the, and the electricity and and um, and so I have to read that sometimes to remind me that I'm not alone. I'm not on my own mm-hmm. and to not become overwhelmed or frustrated that um, or worried, fearful, mm-hmm. fearful, those things yeah. that, you know, who will take care of me if I can't take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's good. That's good. Um, OK, so for me, um, we were <laughs> we talked about coming up with a few. Uh-huh. Um, and well, I, have, I have another one. You go. With well, I have a few, but it's all in one big chunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to share. <laughs> I'll, I'll just share and then okay. we can talk about it. And, but, um, okay, so um, mine is in Ephesians 6. Um, so I'm just going to start in verse 10 and I'm going to go to um, 14. Okay. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done, after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, and with the breastplate of righteousness in its place. So, um, this summer has just been a season of warfare for me, and so this just really is a comfort for me because I try daily to, to like physically say and physically do the actions. Like I put on the helmet of salvation, you know, the breastplate. Yeah. I physically do that, um, and then honestly, part of this, oops, um, part of this is. Um, when you've done all you know to do, stand, stand, stand firm. Um, and so I've just really been trying to, to stand in God's promise this summer and just, and just to know that the atmosphere and the warfare that's coming against me, you know, it, it's nothing compared to um, the joy that we have in the Lord and the joy, the abundant joy we will and we'll be, you know, reunited together in heaven, so... So that's cool. Yeah. Well, and I um I think there's been obviously not just this summer, but probably since the beginning of 2021. Obviously, there's been a lot of spiritual warfare going mm-hmm. on because I think it's all coming to a head. But yes, um, you know, especially I see what you do with your ministry. And uh, by the way, I read your that thing you sent out. Oh, you did? Yes, it was very <laughs> cool. <laughs> and um, so. You know, when you're in the ministry, there's a there's a kind of warfare because mm-hmm. God wants because the devil wants you to become discouraged and fearful and wore down mm-hmm. and want to give up. I mean, that's obviously his goal to um, nullify any effect you may have and in for the kingdom of God. And so uh, you've got to always be on guard. Yeah, you can't let your guard down. No. No, you can't. And um, I think especially now, because 
I think if you do, then you're going to become weary and you're just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. And then someday you're going to wake up and you're going to think, what the heck? You know, <laughs> when did I grow cold? When yes. did I when did I lose my first love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing a devotion this morning and it, it's talking about spiritual warfare. And um, do you mind if I just no, read a little yeah, a little no, bit? No. Okay. Um, so this is titled Seven Ways to Make the Devil Flee. Ooh. But this just like hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So God has promised us that he will cause our enemies who rise against us to be defeated before our faces. But we can get in the way of our blessing and leave room for the enemy to stand in our faces rather than fleeing seven ways. So we can get in the way of that enemy leaving. (laughs) That just like hit me. I was like, wow. Okay. So seven tactics to make the devil flee. Um, Diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Repent before you engage in battle. I didn't even think of like how important that would be because you're carrying your sin with you as you go into battle instead of repenting. Yeah, it's like you got this destruction over here and you're trying to fight yeah. over here. It's yeah, like you're yeah, fighting yeah. one-handed, you know? But you know what? That goes back to the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. The Lord Prayer says, forgive me for my sins and so I forgive those that yeah. sin against me. That's right. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so know that God is on your side. War from a position of victory. So I like I like that. Like we're already claiming victory in the warp. We have the high ground. Yeah, always. Pray your way through. Take up your armor and pray always and be watchful. That's good. That just hit me like a ton of bricks to it this morning. So thanks for letting me share. That's good. That's yeah. good. No, it's it's something we need to be always in guard on guard for, especially in these days and times. Yes. You know, every day is a new day. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, what are we gonna, what, what are we gonna hear about today? Yeah, <laughs> you know? What, what disaster is happening now? I know. So just you know, and and be prepared, and be prepared to pray. You know, mm-hmm. I get a every day. I get a little um, email from International Intercessors International, mm-hmm. and um, it's just like sometimes I, sometimes I don't, I don't read it. Yeah, because I just like you know, I'm like. I, you know, today I, I got enough on my plate, mm-hmm. you know, warring against, I, I'm just going to skip today, Yeah. but I'll be back tomorrow, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, somebody else is going to have to cover this, you know, yeah. um, but yeah, it's just like, you've got to be full, full armored up mm-hmm. now. This is full on coated red. Yes. Yeah. We, there's no time left to be lukewarm or lollygagging. You got to have right. your armor on. That's right. You know, that's right. That is so true. Yeah. So... Here's this one. Now, here's the funny thing is, I get so forgetful. Uh, every year in January, I ask God, give me a scripture for the year. And so, um, this morning, I was like, where is that scripture? I was like, oh my God, that is so pathetic that I have lost <laughs> the scripture you gave me for the year. And then I thought, well, maybe it's this one. Yeah. You know, because I have a second one and that I have mm-hmm. posted, taped up on Actually, in the bathroom. If you go into my bathroom, <laughs> on my mirror, this post-it is with this scripture. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, th- I thought, well, maybe this is it. Maybe this is where I can't- got this one from. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is the one that's in my bathroom, <laughs> on my bathroom mm-hmm. mirror, on a post-it. And it's Philippians 3.14. And it says this. It kind of dovetails with yours. Keep running hard toward the finish line to get the prize that is mine. Because God has called me through Christ Jesus to lift up there and... To lo- 
I'll have to start all over again. <laughs> it's okay. I muggled it up. Keep running hard toward the finish line to get the prize that is mine because God has called me through Christ Jesus to life up there in heaven. Mm. So, um, and that's the, that's one version. And let me read the version you've probably heard this from. Uh, let me get to it because it's a, it's a, you know, fairly common scripture that you might hear. So this is what it says. In the NIV version, it's, I press on toward the goal mm-hmm. to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So every morning, the important thing is to know why you're pressing on. And yeah. so, you know, I'm pressing on for the kingdom of God. I'm pressing on to be a witness for Christ, whether that be in my family, my job, my church, whatever ministry that I'm involved in, going to the grocery store. I am pressing on to be a witness for the kingdom of God. I am the light in the darkness. That's what the goal is, to be the light in the darkness. And there's a lot of darkness around now. Amen. And so there was a lot of darkness around before. We were just ignorant of it and and had fallen asleep. But now we are fully awake. Mm -hmm. And we see the darkness around. Yeah. And so um, it's like... We are going to press. I'm going to press forward every every day. I get up. I'm going to press forward. I'm going to be on guard. I'm going to get my. I got my armor on. I'm ready for battle. I'm not going to be caught in my underwear unaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I am good. fully ready because I've got a goal to meet. And that and I don't want to. I don't want to be a slacker. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's good. I yeah. I like that. Um, okay, so I just thought of another one. Okay. And um, this is a, a little bit longer, but I think this is it. Yeah. Um, so th- um, this is a little bit longer, but actually I just want to pray this over everybody watching or listening. Oh, yeah. Um, this is Psalms 91. Oh. And I feel like it's it's just as important as the armor of God, <laughs> you know? Um, okay. So it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the uh, flower snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. I love that. Under Mm. his wings. I just love that uh, word picture. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that um, stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroyed destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion um, and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. Almost there. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so I think it's just a great reminder that 
God is there fighting for us. We're not alone. We haven't been forgotten. Mm-mm. He is He is there fighting. And, and COVID may come. Warfare may come. Death may come. But we still have the victory. We still have victory in God. And he is still fighting for us. So That is awesome. I have to, um, since we still have a little bit of time, I'm not going to, uh, I won't start reading this because it's quite long, but um, when in prison ministry, um, I so once a week I go in and I, I teach a, a class on anger management at, at our local, local, <laughs> our state female prison yeah. here in Oklahoma. And um, one of the scriptures that I, you know, there was like, oh, I, don't, I can't remember scripture. I can't remember scripture. I'm like, whatever, you know. And I said, that's because, you, you know, so I'm going to give you a scripture to remember. Mm-hmm. You can remember this one. Because it's going to be easy, and I and I said Romans eight. Where you know if you can you know think about a Roman soldier soldier. So this yeah. is a women's prison, right? So I was like, think about in your mind what a Roman soldier looks like. So I'm using their flesh to help them remember scripture, right? Yeah. It's like it's probably a pretty good looking dude, right? A gladiator <laughs> type, you know. We're thinking, you know, yeah, you remember what a Roman soldier? Like, oh, I'm all over that, you know. They're in their little dress and their you yeah. know outfit. It's pretty, you know. Manly, manly, manly. Yeah. yeah. So you're thinking Roman, right? Roman soldier. And then eight. You can remember the number eight. (laughs) (laughs) If you can remember your phone number, you can remember your, your, if you can remember your inmate number, because every inmate has a number, you can remember the number eight. Mm -hmm. So Romans eight. And then you, so you, you got to Romans eight, right? You're going to read Romans eight, one, the full chapter. And then just before you read that, you're going to go back to Romans 7 and read about halfway through Romans 7 before you get to Romans 8. If you can remember that chunk, that will be a springboard (laughs) into the Bible Mm -hmm. to more scripture that you can follow down rabbit holes with and get into it. And so um, for those of you that don't know what's at Romans 7 and 8, let me tell you what's at Romans 7 and 8. (laughs) If you look at Romans 7, 15... Um, this is where it starts with. It starts with, I do not understand what I do. For what I do, want to do, I do not do. But what oh, I hate, gosh. I do. <laughs> and if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. <laughs> As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. Mm-hmm. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. <laughs> for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is not longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So, Verse 21. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of the sin. That's what 715 starts out with. Yeah. And then we get to Romans 8, and and you probably know what happens at Romans 8. Let me scroll over here. I want to get it right. I don't have it memorized. Sorry. So we're, we're talking about what a hot mess you are, right? Mm-hmm. And that only there's, that you can't, fi- you can't fix it. Yeah. 
So then we get to Romans 8. It says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of death and sin. And then it goes on to talk about that you are more than a conqueror. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Through Christ Jesus. Yeah. And so, um, so this is a thing I always give people. If you can't remember anything, especially women, because you know we're... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're visual people. Yes. So if you can't remember anything, you can remember that. Mm-hmm. And you can re- use that. You get one of those Bibles that have chain references, scriptural references to, you know, I'm all for those Bibles that have a little extra stuff pushed, mm-hmm. you know, teaching stuff pushed in them. Yeah. Because there's such great springboards to, to learning stuff about the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, learning the culture of the time and why they talked about sheep and goats and whatever. <laughs> and, and, Getting into that, it, it helps. So use Romans 8 as your springboard. Mm-hmm. You get into that, then you follow that along. And you're gonna, and it's going to open up the um, whole Bible to you yeah. about Scripture. Because it is our sword. Mm-hmm. Sword of the Spirit. Yeah, right? sword of the Spirit. And so we just talked about the armor of God. It's the sword of the Spirit. Yeah. you got to have that. If you don't have that, let me tell you, there's people in China that get one page. Yeah. And they will memorize it. And then they have to pass that page on. They don't get to keep it. No. And so, you know, I have six Bibles sitting on my desk at home. And that's insane, isn't it? That's the problem with America is we're so over. We have such abundance that we have lost ourselves in the abundance. Yeah. But um, so anyway, so this is the way if you say if you're one of those people, because I know I say that I said that I said that I'm not pointing the finger at anybody but myself. I said I can't remember scripture. That's a load of horse poopy. Yeah. You can remember scripture. Yes. And it's just a matter of getting into it and allowing the spirit of God to move through you. Yeah. That's good. And um and there's one more thing too. So and there's this and um and we'll just have a little moment of prayer for anybody that's listening to this and I will say this. You know, when I got saved, I um and I would try to read the Bible. It was like so flat. Yeah. Can I just tell you? It was just like, I was like the Evelyn Wood speed reading. Mm-hmm. I would get there and I was, just, I was, my heart was right. I wanted to read the Bible, but it was just so flat for me. I would just like read, 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 read. And it'd be like, okay, whatever. I just, you know, read a chapter. So what? You yeah. Know? And, and yeah, I didn't right. get anything yeah. from it. Yeah. I didn't get anything from it. And then um, what happened is that um, somebody <laughs> explained to me about the Holy Spirit. And how there is an even better way Mm -hmm. of living your life for Jesus. And that is through the Holy Spirit, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And once I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, then I went back to my Bible. And it was like three-dimensional. I mean, it was just like, it just like came up off the page. and, And around me and in me. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Now I understand why people love reading the Bible. You know, it was just like, it was just like, yes. it was around me, in me. It was like almost able to touch it. You know, it was so real. And, um, and so if you find yourself in a position where you're thinking, I try to read the Bible, I try to find scripture that, you know, speaks to me and it's just so flat and it has no life. I want to say you are ready for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And and it's nothing, you know, there's nothing, um, you don't have to get all, you know, super spiritual about it no. at all. Um, it's just simple, simple 
prayer that you say and you ask for that. And so let's just take a moment to do that. If you're listening and you find yourself and just say, and just follow me in this simple prayer. And if you want to add to it, please feel free to add to it because I don't know your specific situation, but the Holy Spirit does. Yes. And so just follow me in this prayer real quick and say, Father God, send your Holy Spirit to me right now. I receive the Holy Spirit in me, around me, and through me. I want everything the Holy Spirit has to offer for me. I want them to be I want the Holy Spirit to be my comforter, my paraclete, my my best friend, my guide, my teacher, my everything. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into me. And I can't wait to live out my life with you. And I give all the honor and glory to Jesus because Jesus said it was best that he leave so that you could come. And so I welcome you and I rejoice that you are here now with me in Jesus name. Amen. And that's it. That's all you have to do. If you want to add stuff to it, feel free to, um, because you know, you and the Holy Spirit know where you and the Holy Spirit are. (laughs) I don't have to be there. So anyway, that's it. And then, and then start reading, start reading. Don't get crazy. Don't try to, you know. (laughs) I'm going to spend an hour a day reading the Bible. You know, start small. Start small and work up. Don't sympathize yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, As always, you are beautiful. You are wanted. You are needed. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Um, And we just pray a blessing over each of you. Um, Just praying that you stay safe and that you're blessed. And um, we can't wait to be with you next time. See you then. Bye-bye.